welcome to another chapter of Family Fiction's Christian Fiction Bookshelf Podcast, where we give you a deeper look into your favorite Christian authors and the inspirations, research, and methodology that goes into writing the books you love to read. Here's your host, Jamie Vaughn. Hello, everyone. I'm Jamie Vaughn with Family Fiction's Christian Fiction Bookshelf Podcast, today brought to you by Bethany House. And we have two special guests on here. We have Tracy Peterson and Kimberly Woodhouse here to talk to us about their new book called The Heart's Choice. And everyone wish Kimberly a happy birthday because it was yesterday. That's right. Kim celebrated a big one. So we're all cheering her on. So ladies, what have you guys been up to besides writing these books together? Go for it, Kim. <laughs> well, yesterday we won third place in the Christian Market Book Awards. Congrats. For um, this book, The Heart's Choice. For this book. And, and that's, that's for Novel of the Year. <laughs> novel of the year that is yeah. so exciting so massive congratulations so let's jump into um how this partnership came about tracy tell me a little bit about that how the two of you started writing together well kim and i've been friends for a long time she had written to me as a fangirl and <laughs> i i cherish that that memory but uh you know, over the years, we talked writing, we talked family, we started praying together, we started doing Bible studies together. We both had uh, children in our lives who had physical problems that we discussed mm-hmm. and had s- such similarities that it was really beneficial to us both because both of these children had rare conditions. And so over the years, we just got closer and closer. And and the more we talked about writing you know, I started praying about, I I am a firm believer in helping other authors to get a foot in the door uh, by co-writing. And so I started praying about that and just felt God lead me to uh, co-write with Kim. And so here we are now, you know, dozen books later and going strong. So So Kim, how does that process work? You know, like I know in school we would play this game where one person would write a sentence and the next person would write a sentence and you never knew what the story (laughs) was going to come out for or or come out to be. How do you two ladies do this? Well, um, Tracy was a pro with this before me and I had written with my daughter, but we did it completely differently where I wrote one POV and then she wrote the other POV. Um, Tracy and I love to research and we love to plot. And mm-hmm. so we will send emails back and forth and color code and do all kinds of fun stuff as we're brainstorming and as we're researching. And then we'll write out a really long synopsis together. And, you know, we go through everything and we agree on exactly how we want the story to go. Okay. And then I normally <laughs> write the first draft um, and then I send it to her and she adds all of her brilliance and then she sends mm-hmm. it back and then I edit and then I handle the edits. But this year, my dad died and Tracy um, called me <laughs> and she said, don't start crying. <laughs> she goes, I'm writing. I'm writing the first draft this time. And, you know, you can't argue with the Tracy Peterson. Right. <laughs> right you can't. <laughs> um, so this time, and it was really different, you know, for us this time, because it was a different process than what we're used to. And totally. so she wrote it. And um, so I'm working on the edits right now. And Taking out all of my L-Y words, because I'm a huge fan of L-Y words. (laughs) 
But you know what? I think that sometimes can help your creative process as well. Having to do something completely different than your normal train of thought and kind of having to jump in in a different perspective. I think that that probably is going to serve you very well. I, I hope so. <laughs> I hope so too. So, so without, I'm very grateful. Very grateful. <laughs> without telling me too much about the book, what can you tell me about The Heart's Choice? Ooh. Um, you want to start, Tracy, or you want me to talk? Oh, you go for it. <laughs> <laughs> so if I think of something, I'll that- add it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, first, we wanted to do Kalispell because we both lived in Montana and it had been our dream for years. We'd been asking them to move near us and they'd been asking us to move near them. <laughs> and it had been our dream to live close. And so we were like, a mile and a half apart. I don't know. I used to ride my bike to her house. Um, And we loved Kalispell. And so we went there and there's some really cool historic landmarks that are still there that have really neat snippets of history with them. So we thought first we'd have it based in Kalispell and we'd have these jewels of Kalispell. So the three historic locations. And then when we knew that the first one was going to be the Carnegie Library, which is still there, they're all still there. We thought it would be really fun to have the hero be the actual directory director of the library. So he would be, you know, what we would think of as the librarian. And then we thought it would be fun. My husband and I were were brainstorming in the car because Tracy and I had thrown out so many fun things. And and I said, well, what if she's a court reporter? And she's like the first one in the state. And, you know, she's had something traumatic from her past and she overhears something as she's, you know, court reporting and she, she thinks that the guy is innocent rather than guilty. So that's how that whole part started. And we just had a hoot and a half coming up with the whole plot that went with it. And I think, well, I think my favorite character through this series is Marvella. No doubt about it. Marvella and Milton or the judge. They are hoots older couple they just kind of run everything and they're so funny just love them to pieces <laughs> i'm gonna have to get this book then and read it or get the whole series in fact um and on yeah, that you should i will um this is the first in the series called the jewels of Kalispell. so how are you linking them all together you had said you have the three different pillars that you're linking them with we have characters you know that will pop up like the judge and marvella they will be throughout the series, but each book will stand alone and have new characters in it as well. Okay. So Rebecca Whitman is the female protagonist in the book, and you said she is a court reporter. Um, what happens to her as a young girl? It kind of changes the whole trajectory of her life. She witnesses um, a horrible crime, and not only does the victim die, but the man who is accused of killing the victim dies in prison, but she witnesses the whole thing and knows that the man who the police carry away is innocent. Mm. And as a young child, you know, that nobody would listen to her or that she couldn't do anything about it. So she has a a very strong justice um, character trait within her that she's, she fights for the underdog. She can't stand to see someone, you know, innocent accused and she's very passionate about the law. And so that drives her mm-hmm. through the story. And she's an avid reader. So of course that sends her to the library. 
Okay, so on that, Tracy, we have Mark Andrew who comes in, who is the librarian. And he isn't living up to what his father's expectations are for him. Not at all. <laughs> How does he convince his father that his work is valuable? You know, uh, Mark's in a bad situation for, for a Montana boy because mm -hmm. they're usually expected to follow in their father's footsteps. And his father's a ranchman. And so he expects his son to be as well. But Mark has a passion for learning, for books. And his passion is to to work with this library. And so convincing his father of the value is an important part of his storyline. And th throughout, you know, mm -hmm. we write with a, a heart of ministry in our work. And so the spiritual walk of each of our characters is also critical. And, you know, Mark's growth and development throughout the series, as well as Rebecca's, it all feeds in and, and helps to resolve the situation and, and why these characters are headed in the directions that they are. Mm -hmm. So how do Rebecca and Mark's paths end up crossing? The library. <laughs> <laughs> um, we thought it would be fun since we love libraries. Mm -hmm. I killed a bug on my screen and now there's another one. So this happened I think I brought it from Lexington Kentucky with me okay oh were you at CPE yes um for the I was there for the ASA awards so. okay I didn't realize they were doing the awards there I love CPE and miss it fabulous <laughs> yeah um so we thought it would be fun to connect them with their love of books mm -hmm. so Rebecca loves mysteries and whodunits and she goes and Every librarian before has told her that that's not a good thing for, you know, women to be reading. But when she tells Mark, he's like all for it. And he goes, ooh, let me show you my favorites, you know, and, mm -hmm. and introduces them. So they they have this love of books, but then they also have a love of research. Mm -hmm. And he helps her as they research the law and try to figure out how they can help this man that she believes is innocent. And then you've got Marvella. And Marvella thinks that everybody should fall in love. <laughs> and so she has the ability to kind of tweak things and get people involved with each other. And, or at least, you know, she thinks she does anyway. <laughs> <laughs> now, when the reader gets to the end of the book, gets to the end, final chapter, closes it, what do you want them to take away from the book? Well, for me, first and foremost, you know, I, I want them to be satisfied. I want them to have had a wonderful time with the read. I like my books to entertain. I want them to educate and I want them to encourage. And that encouragement I want to come through the Lord. So when they close that book, I hope that they have had a spiritual journey of their own mm -hmm. and that they feel really inspired and encouraged in the Lord. And, uh, you know, most of my books on my own, at least, focus strongly on forgiveness because forgiveness is something not only have I had to give, but I've definitely needed. And so it's a passionate uh, part of who I am. And so usually my stories will, will bear that in mind too. Uh, but for the most part, that's, that's the summation of what I want for my reader. I want them to enjoy it as an entertaining book, but mostly I want them to be encouraged in the Lord. Mm -hmm. 
when I think Karen no, Fields. The title of the book. Oh, sorry, Tracy. Um, no. The title of the book has a bit of a double entendre because mm -hmm. it's not just, you know, the heart's choice we think of a romance, right. right? And that this is what it is. But Rebecca's journey is very much her finding Jesus. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we don't do that in every book. You know, a lot of times we just have our characters growing in the Lord or they're coming back to the Lord or um, there's some massive thing in their life that they have to deal with and overcome. But in this one, we felt very strongly about Rebecca and her past and everything that leads up to this point, everything that shaped her mm -hmm. and have her truly searching because she's searching for truth in right. everything and she's searching for justice. And so, you know, Tracy, um, with her, her three E's, which I totally love. Um, and then my purpose statement is very similar. I just want to point the non-believer to God mm -hmm. and I want to challenge the believer in his or her walk with Christ. So no matter what I write, if it's an email or, <laughs> or anything else, that's what, um, I'm hoping that the Lord will be able to do through me. Good. So when do the next two books in the series come out? May of 2024 and then May of 2025. All right. Well, I hope I, still, I get to talk to you ladies again about, about those. Well, absolutely. So I want a quick word from each of you. What's next on your agenda after the book series? Kim? Oh, did you say Kim? Okay. I said Kim. <laughs> Um, well, my very next release is the first in a new series from Bethany House, which is The Secrets Beneath, and it is the beginning of my Treasures of the Earth series, which is very unique and different. I don't think it's really been done <laughs> in um, Christian publishing, but it's women in paleontology. So I call it my dinosaur series mm -hmm. um, because it's the bone wars. So this historic era that a lot of people haven't heard of or aren't very familiar with um, the bone war started in the 1870s. So for about 20 years, it was a big deal. And I wanted to show the struggle with believers because it was very hard back then to be a scientist mm -hmm. and a Christian. And so I wanted to show that, that faith and science do go hand in hand. And also just to portray how interesting it was for women and women have been involved in paleontology for a long time. So it's um it's a fun series. I'm really enjoying it. Fun. How about you, Tracy? I have a book coming out in November. It's titled Knowing You. And it's book three in the Pictures of the Heart series. Mm -hmm. And that series is set at the Alaska Yukon Pacific Exposition in Seattle in 1909. And so it have a little romance, a uh, little intrigue, mystery. Mm -hmm. and deal with some of the issues of uh, racism with the Japanese. And mm -hmm. there'll be a, uh, you know, uh, some art theft. And, you know, just all sorts of things that uh, can be happen happening at the exposition. So, and then come uh, May, um, bleh, I can't even speak, March, I start a whole new series. And that series is The Heart of Cheyenne, and it's going to be set in Cheyenne, Wyoming in the 1860s when they were just barely getting on the map. So that's what's coming from me. Nice. Well, I'm so excited for you, ladies. Cannot wait to see what happens with this book series. And everyone, 
You're welcome. Everyone, make sure to hit your local Christian bookstore or wherever you buy books to get Tracy and Kimberly's newest book called The Heart's Choice, and it is available now. Thanks for listening to Family Fiction's Christian Fiction Bookshelf Podcast. Stay up to date on all things Christian fiction at familyfiction.com. Christian Fiction Bookshelf is produced by Ross Kluver, hosted by Jamie Vaughn, and edited by Brandon Woolham. Subscribe today wherever you listen to podcasts so you'll never miss a chapter.